The Bible prophesies of a time just ahead when the Antichrist and the world government military forces will come after the people of Israel. As we look at the headlines from around the world today, could we be witnessing the beginning of another Jewish Holocaust? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Now, I think we need to help some people clear this up. I'm Vince. You're Doug, right? Right. Friday, you did the show alone for the first time. You did great, by the way. Thank you. And um, I got some fan mail saying, good job, Vince. And, some encouraging emails and, uh, for change. <laughs> so <laughs> I think some people still don't know our names, which is fine. Yeah. But that's, well, well, he's Vince and I'm Doug. So yeah. there you go. There you go. Um, anyway, today uh, we're talking about a very serious topic. Yes, we are. Uh, the Holocaust is a very serious subject, and the Bible talks about a time where Jews will be persecuted um, in a very terrible way. And now, the Holocaust has happened, but the Bible talks about a time just before the second coming when the Jews will be um, persecuted uh, even uh, again. And so uh, we wanted to read some of these stories that are out today, read the scriptures to explain uh, what we're talking about and bring you up to speed on what's going on with the Jewish people in that regard. So Doug, um, why is this a concern for us? What's, how, how is this Bible prophecy? What's the connection there? Yeah, so the Bible predicts that we're going to have a time where there's going to be great tribulation and it appears from the scriptures that it starts in the area of the of Judea there in Samaria. And so um, we, we know that the things that are happening right now that we're watching begin to happen in the world. We're starting to see more and more anti-Semitism. It's on the rise, not just around the world, but here in the United States, which is, it's odd because for such a long time, it's been the opposite. But we're starting to see it kind of swing in that direction. Uh, while we were at General Conference a couple weeks ago, we met uh, two um, Jewish people, who a, a couple there that was selling items there at the conference. And they came over and talked with us. They were with one of the pastors that we've done conferences at their church. And he brought them over just to introduce us. And they were talking about how much they've seen since they've been in the States um, and, and how people treat them. And so it was kind of a relief when they heard all the things that Intom was doing to help the Jewish people make Aliyah and then some of the foundations that we uh, help support, you know, there with the Jewish foundation and everything in Israel. And the campaign that we have set aside ready to go when the seven years starts, Mm -hmm. we told them about that. They were so ecstatic because they they hadn't heard any of this and they were so happy to meet somebody that actually – said, look, we love you guys, you know, and they, they just hadn't seen that. We did that campaign like six or seven years ago now. Yeah. There's a lot of people that watch now that have no idea what that's about. So right. it's probably something we need to revisit, um, not only to get everyone up to speed, but also that was six or seven years ago. Um, essentially, we did a 
uh, we went out and figured out what it would cost to send a magazine to every home in Israel and explain what is happening. And we will do that once the final seven years begins. And so um, when that happens, or rather... Am I getting that wrong? I'm sorry. No, when the final seven, when we know the final seven years have started, that's when we're going to start the campaign. And so what we're going to do is launch that and send that magazine to every home in Israel. And then we're going to go over there and, and go knock on their door and say, hey, we sent you a magazine. We're going to be like that car warranty thing, you know, like (laughs) we're trying to reach you about your car warranty. We're, we're, We're trying to reach you about the coming onslaught that's just ahead. And so we want to make sure that everyone in Israel is aware of what's getting ready to happen that we can read about in scriptures. And so we did that, uh, like I said, seven or eight years ago now at at this point. I don't know the exact number, but it's been a while. Um, And I say we need to talk about that to get everyone back up to speed with what's up and what our plan is. And also, we don't know what it's going to cost today. Right. You know, due to all the, you know, everyone knows everything costs more today than it did it did two years ago even absolutely and it's dramatically different and so we did raise funds that are available to make that happen when it occurs yeah uh, I think the obstacle as I sit here now might be that it's not going to be enough to cover everything when that comes so we will in the near future give you a, another a reminder of what the plan is there and then also an updated figure on what it's going to take to make that happen and so yeah um, so, so people who have gone through the Jerusalem Prophecy College and got their uh, certificate of mm-hmm. completion, they will be able to be eligible to go with us because we know that they understand everything we teach and why we're doing this. And so if, if you're one of those in Time 1000, uh, the ideal is for you to be saving up now to be able to go at a moment's notice when this happens to you know, have a passport, have those things ready, have have your money set aside to help pay for the trip and those kind of things because when it... When it's going to be a missions to, trip. Exactly. It's gonna, it's when we be begin a, yeah. to mobilize it, it's going to happen very quickly. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's something that everybody needs to, to kind of probably have an updated uh, understanding of what that's going to take to do that. Yeah, and it actually is what launched the Another Jewish Holocaust Fund. And so we're actually in partnership with... Uh, the Jewish agency over there, we help many Jews make Aliyah where they're, maybe they're stationed in Europe somewhere, or in the States, or in South America, um, or in ha- more high-risk Muslim-controlled countries. that They call those countries high-risk at the Jewish agency. Um, we're helping those Jews leave their current place and go make a home again in Israel. Uh, and that's not us doing that. It's We're in partnership with them, but it's because of your contributions that make that happen. And so we've, we together have been able to forge that relationship and also raise um, um, enough money to help dozens, if not hundreds at this point, of Jews return back to their homeland uh, of Israel and learn the culture and get reestablished in the community. Now, yeah. what we're going to be talking about today, though, is the Holocaust that's coming. Right. Now, not the Holocaust that already occurred. There's another one coming yeah. where Jews are going to be specifically targeted and they're going to be slaughtered. Right. Uh, it, I mean, we talk about how bad the Holocaust was, and it was, and we're going to witness something very similar to that, yeah. maybe more gruesome in, in regards to the fact that where media is today uh, I don't know what's going to appear on social media. We see all this stuff on social media these days. That wasn't available when the first Holocaust happened. Right. Um, 
it's going to be more in our face than it was back then. It's going to be more in the moment and perhaps even supported by countries around the world um, greater than the first Holocaust occurred. Yeah, absolutely, because there's going to be the one world government that's going to be part of what causes this to happen. I mean, the Bible tells us in Revelation 12 that the dragon's going to come down. He's going to be filled with wrath and go after Israel at that point and then after her seed. So uh, we'll talk about that more, I guess, after we get back from the break. All right. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. We're talking about another Jewish Holocaust that's just ahead. So don't go anywhere. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, You can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls at 877-ENTIME, 877-363-8463. We look forward to talking to you. If you are on Facebook, We'd ask you to hit the share button, uh, hit the heart icon. It helps us a lot break through the algorithm and get to your friends and family and uh, further this message throughout the world. So please share. um, Share to all your groups. Share to everywhere that you can. Uh, It helps um, us be able to reach more people together. So thanks for partnering with us in that way. Uh, I do want to remind you that uh, Dave, Jana, and Judy will be in Katy, Texas tomorrow night. It's Friday night and Saturday night. Uh, Friday is at 7 p.m. Dave will be talking about the future. And Saturday at 6 p.m., breaking prophetic fulfillments with a question and answer session afterwards. 
uh, where you can go up and ask Dave a question in front of everybody, and uh, he'll respond right there. So it'll be a great time. You'll be able to meet Dave, Jana, and Judy. I know it's always a treat to see Judy out at these conferences. Many people go up and encourage her, tell her how they have been praying for her, and I know it's a, it's a highlight for her because, as you all know, she traveled with Irvin for literally decades around the world, uh, primarily in the U.S., of course, but they traveled everywhere together. And uh, since Irvin's passing, her travel schedule has decreased dramatically, mm-hmm. uh, which that's not necessarily a bad thing if you've ever traveled, uh, or at least a lot, more than once in a month. You realize how much it's not so glamorous, uh, but they have um, taken suitcases all over the place. They've gone to really small churches in the middle of nowhere and really large churches in major cities and uh, they didn't have a private plane. They didn't have security unless you were with them, Doug. They right. didn't have, uh, you know, people carrying their bags for them or anything right. like that. They go to the regular check-in like anybody else, check their own bags, pick their own bags up, load them in the car. Yeah. Um, so they did that for many, many years. Yep, and yeah. so dozens and dozens of places every single year. And her travel, um, her, I guess her engagement in this way with partners that we've grown so close to has just shrinked dramatically. And so as you can imagine, not only losing Irvin was such a uh, a big loss for her, but her whole life has changed. And so she'll be there. So if you're in the Katy, Texas area, please make plans if for no other reason than to go up and let her know that you've been praying for her. Yeah. Uh, give her a hug or a high five or an elbow bump, whatever. She'll <laughs> she'll take it all. Yes, she will. Um, and uh, I know it'd, be, it'd mean a whole lot for her. So make plans. Go to endtime.com slash events. You can get the address for the venue and the time and additional details as well. So make plans to do that. All right, Doug. Daniel 12.1 says, And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Right. So that time it's talking about is this time of great tribulation that we see also in Matthew 24. So we have that scripture. A lot of people know this because we use this one a lot. We don't use the one from Daniel quite as much, uh, but it correlates with what? Matthew 24 says. Now, and we're specifically not going into the details around these verses because we've done it so frequently here. We didn't want to take the time today to uh, cover all those additional details. Um, However, if you go to watch.endtime.com, you can find many different videos uh, that we've done on the Holocaust subject, on Israel, uh, on the timing of the rapture, the Great Tribulation. All that's available with a simple search. And you can watch those videos there to get greater context. Today we're trying to focus on the uh, Jewish Holocaust and we have less than an hour. So we don't have a lot of time to get into the details to, to um, I guess, back some of the claims that we're making. Right. So we'll, we'll go through this. And uh, if you'd like more information, we've got hundreds of hours available totally free at watch.endtime.com. There's also some paid stuff that you can subscribe to. But I mentioned that there's tons of stuff for free because... Uh, 
Uh, I know not everyone's able to pay, but there's many, many hours of free content around this subject. Matthew 24, starting at verse 15, says, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house, neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not into the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Yeah, so Vince, we get information right there that what triggers this great tribulation is the abomination of desolation. So I know we talk about that a lot. Uh, We've mentioned it many times here, but we know that that's going to happen in that final seven years in the middle of that. That's when he'll stand on the Temple Mount, proclaim to be God, stop the animal sacrifices. And something about that triggers this great tribulation. And it starts in that area where the um, settlements are, where there are Jewish settlements that are the controversial area right now. Um, Why is that controversial? Well, because the Palestinians believe that that's occupied territory that the Jewish people took uh, illegally and they illegally occupy this. And because of... So Jews live there. Jews live there. They're settling there. One of our stories today, if we are able to actually get to that one, it talks about building in that area. And so that area is the disputed area that, that they dispute. The Palestinian people in the world government, the world leaders, uh, all dispute that. Remember back in 2016, January or December 25th, 2016, our president at the time, uh, Barack Obama, did not veto uh, the uh, resolution 2334. And since we didn't veto that, what happened was that went into effect. And it says that the people that occupy, the Jewish people occupying that land that they're there illegally and they're basically war criminals so there there's no one else other than jews living there there are palestinians that live around those areas but they're the, with the jewish uh growth and expansion there the jews are building in new areas in there and that's what's infuriating the palestinian people that live in that area as well so um, it's a disputed area because the palestinians believe that that is the part that that they're going to receive for their property, for their land. They believe it's theirs anyway. They believe that Jerusalem belongs to them. Yeah. Um, so, so that's why it's a disputed territory, and that's why we see something about what happens at the abomination of desolation is going to cause this to begin. Um, and then, uh, of course, we see, like, uh, we've got another scripture there to read about how when the, the devil's cast out of heaven, that's what Revelation 12 is about, this war in heaven, Well, he begins to pursue the woman who is Israel. So all of this is going to happen at the same time. That war in heaven, the devil's cast down. We know this because Revelation 12, 14 tells us that the uh, woman is taken care of by the great wings of an eagle for time, times, and a half a time. This is the time of the great tribulation. And that's what this is referring to when this war happens and when the great tribulation begins. Now, again, one of our big obstacles here is there's many people that say... We won't be here for this. Right. And so we're not going to go into that today. Right. We might get to it a little later. You know, some people are going to ask about that. We know. Yeah, absolutely. But as far as for now, we're not going to get into the fact that 
why we believe we'll be here during this time. Right. I think it's important, though, to highlight that there are plenty of ministers that are going to argue that we won't be here. Yeah. End time ministries for decades now. Irvin started as being pre-trib, as uh, what what people call it, as uh, uh, you believe that the the saints will be taking up taken up before the tribulation. Um, however, he felt like he couldn't prove that in the scriptures when he went and tried to study it, and so he said, "Well, I've got to be post-trib." So uh, Jesus is going to uh, take the saints after this great tribulation that's prophesied about. Now, there's a whole lot more there. Again, Mm -hmm. free hours of content, many, many hours of free content at watch.endtime.com. Like I said before, there's some that's locked behind a paywall. You can subscribe if you want, but there's many that's free. Go there, search tribulation, search great tribulation, rapture, those type of things. You'll find many videos that are available for you to watch right now, hours and hours of footage. So do that. We're not going to get into it right now. Revelation twelve seventeen says, And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Yeah, so in that scripture, we see that not only does the devil go after Israel, so that one world government being led by, remember, Revelation 13 tells us about this one world government beast, and it says the dragon gave them his power, his seat, and his great authority. That's talking about that one world government. So when it says the dragon is wroth with the woman and comes to make war with her, he's going to make war with her. And then those of us who have the testimony of Jesus Christ, which are going to be the saints. So it's going to be, not only is it going to be a holocaust for the Jewish people, it's going to be a holocaust for Christians all over the world as well. Uh, and, and we'll get into that a little bit more, too, as we go down through some of these articles. But this first article that we've got today, anti-Semitism on the rise even with our, in our own Congress. So we're watching that begin to happen. Well, you, you, sorry, you just highlighted that it's going to be a holocaust for Christians around the world. Mm-hmm. But there isn't a scripture that says, like, you know, let them which are in Dallas flee. Right. It's like there's not a specific spot. It's identified for right. uh, Americans or Chinese people or whatever nation you want to go to. Judea, it's not like Judea is this big place. Right. So it's a very pinpointed um, word from Jesus saying, if you're in Judea, flee. Yeah. Get out of there. Yeah. So, th- I mean, that's at, why we... At we've, that moment, and that's the thing about it, it is so particular to what's happening... And where it's going to start, and that's why it's so important, we feel, to be there and tell people and warn them about it. Well, yeah, because it's saying don't go down to even pack your bags. Yeah. Leave your family photo album. Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff, like, it's, it's going to be so bad, you need to get out of there quickly. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that they're aware that that's coming. Right. And so people ask questions like, well, why does it say pray that, you know, you're not pregnant at that time or that it's not winter? Well, obviously, because those things make traveling quickly harder to do. I mean, it takes, you know, when you're running for your life, it's harder to do if you're running for your life and a woman's nine months pregnant or if the weather is bad to where, you know, you're traveling in bad weather People don't realize how bad the winters can get in Israel. They had snow this past year as well. The same time Texas had that big dumpage of snow here 
Israel was having snow. It snowed on the Temple Mount and things mm-hmm. like that. It's obviously harder to travel like that, especially if you're fleeing for your life. So, yeah. I mean, that's why it says things like that. People well, it, ask if, that question. If this well, verse would have said, you know, those in in Indianapolis, Indiana, flee. Right. Guess where we would be targeting? Like we're going to say we want everybody Indiana. to know about it. <laughs> right. But we're going to go to Indy yeah. to let everybody know. Right. In Indy, this is what's coming to you. Yeah. It says Judea. It's regarding the people that are there. Yeah. We feel that urge to help them see Jesus' teachings clearly. Let them know what's coming. That's what we're all about anyways. We're explaining the current events through a lens of Bible prophecy. Yeah. And so that's what we do here. We're going to do it when it's hard to communicate. Sometimes we talk about things that are not politically correct or that might get us banned on YouTube and all those things. But we're committed to just teaching the truth no matter what comes up. So we do appreciate your support. It's, it's you that makes us available. We're broadcasting right now totally free of charge on the radio, on the Internet, and uh, even on television some of the days of the week. And so that's available for totally free. It's because people like you give to this ministry every month or one time every year or so. And so uh, your contributions help us to be able to continue to do this for free and get this message out that we are in the end time and that you need to get right with Jesus. Uh, That way you can have hope and peace as we navigate these times where Jesus said you're going to want to flee because you're going to be slaughtered. It's it's a rough thing to communicate, and so that's what we're doing. And so your contributions make that possible for us to do it for free. If you'd like to join us in partnership in that way, you can give at endtime.com slash donate. You can sign up there to give one time or every single month. Or I think there's even weekly options or many different options. Just go to endtime.com slash donate. Set up your contribution today. Um, we greatly appreciate it, and so do millions of people around the world that tune in for totally free. It's a great help. If you can't afford to give financially, we desperately need your prayers because we carry a heavy burden here. Our team, we only have a few dozen people here working with us, but we have major costs like any other big company. You know, we've, We're on television, which is extremely expensive, but we feel like that's what God has called us to do, and many of you agree with us. Uh, And that's evident from your financial support and from your prayer support and your encouragement. So we're so grateful for your partnership with us, however you're able to join with End Time on this crusade to get everybody uh, to understand the truth, not only about the kingdom of God, but also about the current events. And um, as rough as they are described in the Bible, we can march right towards them with peace and with hope and with joy um, because we know the end. We know what happens when you're on uh, Jesus aside, and we want everyone out there to get on that side. So that's Amen. we're on a crusade to make that happen. Yes, we are. All right, we have uh, not gotten nearly as far as we should have. <laughs> what do we do next, Doug? <laughs> well, we're getting ready to come up on a break, so I hate to start reading this article just yet, but I will say this: we know we we've watched, um, like I said, anti-Semitism growing in this country, and we're watching it even happen within our Congress and some of the uh, left leaders. And so when we get back, I guess, from the break here in a minute, we'll get into a Newsmax article that's going to talk about this a little bit more. Uh, And thank God we have people who will stand up for Israel, even though we have others within there that are trying to tear Israel down. Absolutely. We will get to your calls as well after the break, um, and we will get into these news stories that explain what's going on with some anti-Semitism. Uh, so give us a call, 877 time. There are some open lines. It's 877-363-8463. 
Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. I do want to remind you that Dave, Jana, and Judy will be in Katy, Texas tomorrow night and Saturday night doing a prophecy conference there. So we would love for you to come out if you're in the Katy, Texas area. Meet Dave, Jana, and Judy. Encourage them. Pray with them. Uh, it would be a great time together. Dave's going to be talking about the future and also breaking prophetic fulfillment. So make plans to join us in Katy, Texas by going to endtime.com slash events. It has all the venue details. You don't have to register, uh, but it is first come, first serve. So you want to make sure that you get there early enough to reserve your seat as close as you would like to get. So uh, do that at endtime.com slash events. All right, Doug, Newsmax just reported about uh, Representative Madison Cawthorn saying that a defenseless Israel is a debilitated America, which is an interesting statement. The story says, For more than 70 years, America has stood shoulder to shoulder with our indispensable ally, Israel. Through military conflict, economic hardship, and national security crisis, we've remained committed to our mutual defense against enemies of freedom. Israel has been one of our strongest allies in the world, and neither of us have faltered in our commitment to each other's national defense until now. Disgusting and vile comments against our Israeli allies by left-wing agitators um, have unfortunately become commonplace on Capitol Hill. Their loud contempt for Israel is blatant, but now progressives have matched their hate speech with equally hateful action. Recently, progressives held Iron Dome funding hostage by strong-arming Democratic leadership into removing the Dome's funding from a stopgap spending bill when more moderate Democrats placed the provision back on the floor as a standalone bill, eight left-wing progressive Democrats voted against the legislation. AOC, AOC reduced to tears 
Following a severe tongue lashing from Speaker Nancy Pelosi over her efforts, she did not shed tears over Pelosi's harsh words. She shed tears over not being able to accomplish her hateful anti-Israel agenda. This is in America. Uh, Make no mistake, Progressive's successful attempt to separate the Iron Dome funding was not in the spirit of a foreign policy debate. It was a referendum on the United States' unwavering support of Israel. Their intentions were not to have a legitimate discussion on foreign aid. It was to prove that Israel had real, thriving opposition in the U.S. House of Representatives. Their hatred for Israel is anti-Semitic and it's disgusting. Situated in a region surrounded by hostile Islamic extremists, this dome is Israel's only hope for continued existence. Withdrawing support for Israel's vital domestic defense system would be a gift to Israel's greatest adversaries. The U.S. under Joe Biden has already gifted the enemies of peace and freedom with weapons, resources, and helicopters following a botched Afghanistan withdrawal. The Taliban, al-Qaeda, and others are now watching U.S. legislators waver on Israeli defense in gruesome anticipation that we will withdraw financial support. A defenseless Israel is a debilitated America. The terrorists are licking their chops over progressives' anti-Semitic actions. As the age-old adage goes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Anyone who believes that these groups will not come together under a similar banner is fooling themselves. Yeah, so this article, it blows my mind a little bit that this is happening in this country. Some, I say it blows my mind, but there's at the point that we're at now, nothing surprises me anymore with what's going on. But to see this, we, we just witnessed earlier this year, we witnessed what the Iron Dome could do. Remember when we showed the video mm-hmm. of the missiles just raining down on innocent people? children and and people just trying to to live their lives and you know sleep during the night and the iron dome actually was blowing these missiles up midair to keep them from coming down crashing into homes and killing innocent people and so we know the effectiveness it has we know israel stands alone there surrounded by our enemies we even know that iran is threatening that they can have a nuclear warhead very soon and their number one cause for doing this is to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. So we've got people within our Congress that are trying to stop this one great defense that Israel has to keep this from happening. Well, let's go to Alan in Florida, and, and he has a question about this. So, Alan, welcome to End of the Age. Alan, are you there? hear me? Yes, can you hear me? We can hear you now. Welcome. Okay, thank you so much for bringing me on. You know, it's funny that um, I'm talking about this subject. I've been thinking about this for two days now, and I actually spoke to someone earlier today about this exact same subject you guys are talking about. So my question is, with the current administration and the way they do um, the, uh, the support of Israel, would you see a... Um, a administration change to fulfill prophecy and where Israel will be protected by two nations, the Eagle's Wings, which would be United States, because I have watched all the DVDs and I have learned a lot over the years, my wife and I. And the second thing is, would we also separate from the United Nations as well? And I can uh, take my question off of air if you'd like. It's a great question, Alan. Uh, 
We appreciate that, too, because, it, I mean, it shows that you have educated yourself on the things that we teach from Bible prophecy. So, number one, I don't know that at, at this point we would leave the U.N. because of the fact that if we pull out of the U.N., we are the one uh, veto that can save Israel in a lot of cases. And if we leave the U.N., then we lose that veto power. Uh, so I, I don't know that America at this point would leave the U.N. Will it happen somewhere in the future? We believe so because of Revelation 13, 1 and 2, where we're not in that one world beast. But at this point, I don't see that happening. Your first question, Vince, I kind of have to agree with what he's saying there because under the current administration, they're not being very friendly toward Israel. And uh, the Obama administration was not friendly toward Israel. Uh, And so I I think it would take a regime change there. I I think that we would have to see someone else come into office that would be back to where we were, where we're protecting Israel. I thought it was very interesting that this article um, says that we stand shoulder to shoulder with Israel because we have for so long. And I do believe that if there are enough uh, people who... Uh, still believe this way, which I believe there there are because this uh, vote was shot down. Um, I mean, it was outnumbered like crazy. I think it was 400 and something to nine or mm-hmm. something. And so the the thing is, there's enough people still within our Congress and still leaders that we, we need to always uh, vote for those people that are like-minded with Israel, that are going to stand toe-to-toe with Israel or with the Israel well, shoulder you, you to shoulder. You say that, but... Why? So what, what's the difference in us supporting Israel versus supporting Afghanistan? Yeah, because the Bible tells us whenever God gave that covenant with Abraham, he, he made a promise to Abraham. He said, those that bless you will be blessed, but those that curse you shall be cursed. Well, one might argue that Afghanistan is also a... Um, a descendant of Abraham. Yeah, I couldn't there think of the word go. descendant. But but they're they are, but they're from the the child that wasn't the promised child. So we know Abraham and uh, and Sarah's uh, maid are actually the the parents of Ishmael, which are the descendants. Which which I guess it would be noteworthy. There was a blessing given there as well. Yeah. The, the blessing for them to prosper, but they're still not the promised son, which was Isaac between Abraham and Sarah. So Isaac is Israel. That's who Israel is. Through the descendants of Abraham and Isaac have become Israel. Okay, so that's why we support Israel. That's why we believe in supporting Israel. Even, so, But if you don't believe in the Bible, if you don't believe in these values, right. then that means nothing to you. And why in the world would we do it? Right, and so that's what we're seeing because more and more people are being elected into office that don't have biblical values and don't believe in the Bible. And so that's why it's important that when we're voting for people, we, we know what they believe in and what they stand for. So we wouldn't have to have a regime change as long as we have people who will vote these decisions down to turn our back on Israel and to keep things like this from happening. Uh, so the Iron Dome is going to remain there to help, uh, you know, protect Israel during the times that are just ahead of us. So thank, thank the Lord that we do have people there. But we also have... What's well, just the point that there were those votes 
for the votes against it. Right. And so it's like, man, and then the, the passion behind it and how it reflects the people that are voting for these people. So it's it's not just these people that are voting on this in Congress. It's the people who voted for them know this, and they might have this same opinion. Why in the world are we supporting Israel? You know, we give all this money to Israel. What about, you know, starving kids in some other country? And it's like, we're not saying that we should just say, oh, those kids should starve. But right. the point is, is we, we believe we should support Israel. Um, and these people do not. Right. And I, and, and I, I guess it's like, okay, it's not just the, the Congress people that, that we're talking about here. It's, it's right. a, the American society. We're, we're, yeah. we're less church than ever. People don't have a Bible study, a Bible on their coffee table anymore, which it's not the Bible on the coffee table that was keeping people's values straight. It's the fact that dads and moms were actually reading that book. It wasn't right. just a, a, a perfect place to set your cup of coffee. It, it <laughs> meant something. It was much more than just some paper yeah. and a leather binding there. Um, it was, we were just talking about Thomas Jefferson a, a little bit ago and and the Thomas Jefferson Bible. Right. Um, you know, that's a whole other conversation. The point there is that um, he valued the writings of Jesus and, of course, the whole Bible, but um, we aren't there anymore right. in a, for a lot of people. We're but so see, that's also what's happening with our open borders because as we bring more and more people in that don't believe in a, a biblical foundation that are coming into this country, well, they're going to have a voice in, in voting as well. They're going to have a way. That's one of the reasons why they're bringing them in, because they want to change the American way of life. They, they want to change our Bible-based foundations and, and bring people in and just kind of give us a, a mixed pot of all these different beliefs that come in here. That was one of the concerns God had for Israel when he brought them out of Egypt. Was he told them to run the people out of those land, out of their land that believed differently because he didn't want them taking his people away from his teachings and from him. And but that's pretty much what's happening in this country. We were built upon um, biblical foundations and Christianity. That's what our forefathers were. And they, they escaped tyranny to come here to have religious freedom. Thanksgiving's coming up. We need to talk about this more. <laughs> yeah, we really do. The first Thanksgiving in America. Yeah. North America. We, we, we do need to talk about things like that because people need to understand. There's, there's kids coming up nowadays in school that that's not even being taught in school anymore. Well, that, that's what I was so. going to bring up is what do you think is a greater problem? You mentioned the border issue, which is an issue. Yeah. But what's a greater issue? Is it is it people coming into America that don't have these values, or is it our education system that has totally neglected? Which even greater than that, granted, I firmly believe it's it's on the family level. You know, there mm-hmm. are many people who had very strong biblical values that came up in a corrupt system. Yeah. So I, I don't blame the system on this one. I blame it on families, but the education system is pretty jacked up as well in this regard. Yeah, it is. Especially so, with the critical race theory that's being taught now, and they're just—they're uh, nice to talk about. <laughs> I know, and they're erasing our history. All right, we're taking your calls after the break. Eight seven seven end time. Eight seven seven three six three eight four six three is another Jewish holocaust coming. Call us and let us know your opinion. 
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME. It's 877-363-8463. Are you as tired of censorship as we are? Uh, we get frustrated because every day we go live at 3 p.m. Central on Facebook and YouTube. We have hundreds of thousands of people that follow us, and yet only a few hundred people get notified that we're actually going live. So that's frustrating a little bit. But if you're tired of censorship like we are, uh, End of the Age Plus will not censor you at all. Uh, watching this show live is totally free. You don't have to subscribe. You can go to watch.endtime.com and watch it live right this moment. Another benefit might be that there's no chat option. So if you watch us on Facebook or YouTube and uh, you get distracted by the conversation going on there, that's not happening at End of the Age Plus. So if you want a, uh, I guess, uninterrupted uh, uh, time of viewing the show, go to watch.endtime.com and, and leave the chat behind, Doug. Yeah. I know you're normally in the chat on days that you're not doing the show. Yeah, normally I'm there trying to to help that situation out a little bit. It gets a little bit gnarly sometimes. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of fun, but yeah. some people don't like it. And so right. if you don't like it, watch.endtime.com is a place to go. It's available on all the major apps as well as the website there. So check that out. All right, let's go to the phones. Daniela in Florida, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, how are you? We're well. How are you? I am excited, as you can tell. I Mm -hmm. also had a question that you've already answered, and so I've been sitting here nervous because now I have another question. Well, now we're nervous. We don't know what you're going to (laughs) ask. Well, initially I was going to ask about whether you thought that the... That Christians would be here during the tribulation. Jesus had that verse saying he would be with us during tribulation. I know there seems to be a lot of confusion amongst my Christian friends whether we'll be here or not, but again, you answer that question. So I would like to ask another question. Okay. America's not going to be a, a player in the end time. Um, that was alluded to. Do you believe we'll be taken out? or removed um, due to, say, cataclysm, judgment, uh, for things that we're allowing, like abortion? Or do you think it will be something economically? Danielle, what part um, what part alluded to the America not being a player in the end times? Uh, just, uh, just a few minutes ago, um, 
we're not going to, uh, you were speaking about Israel, um, but that we're not really mentioned in the end times. America. Okay, so let's clear that up. So, so here's what we believe. We believe that uh, in Revelation chapter 12, verse 14, there's a scripture there. And it says, To the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for time, times, and a half a time from the face of the serpent. So we believe that that's going to be the United States, those, the wings of the eagle there, the great eagle. The reason why we believe that is because the beast in Daniel 7, in Daniel 7, 4, there's a lion that uh, we believe represents Great Britain. And the lion has two wings of an eagle. And Daniel watches until the wings are plucked out and the wings are made to stand up on its feet as a man and a man's heart's given to it. We believe that Daniel saw the birth of the United States of America. So when we move into Revelation 13, that tells us the one world beast there. It has all the beast of Daniel 7 in there. It has the body of a leopard, the feet of the bear, the mouth of the lion, the seven heads of the, of the four beasts, and the ten horns of that fourth beast that Daniel sees. But there's no eagle wings mentioned there. Now that beast is not describing what the world's going to look like at that time. It's describing the one world government. That's correct. And, and so we're looking at a, a picture of this one world government beast that's all of those beasts joined together. And then it says that the dragon gives them his power, his seat, and great authority. So the Antichrist will be the ruler of that one world government. But it appears to us in the chapter just before that, that those wings of the eagle are there protecting Israel during the great tribulation. That's what the time times and a half a time is it's the time of the great tribulation and so we we do believe that america will be a player in the end time uh just not part of that one world government aha yes sir all right very good thank you for uh, explaining that to me all right well well well, thanks for bringing that up because sometimes people say that and we're we're like what did we say that made (laughs) people think that so i appreciate you pointing that out and and allowing us to clear up that confusion all right well i thank you and i love what you do thank you very much god God bless you you. okay so there's another story here that you're gonna have to summarize it we don't have time i know but (laughs) i'm just gonna jump to the israel building in the e1 that is that area that we talked about before the area that jesus specifically says that when you see the abomination and desolation uh take place let those be in judea flee into the mountains so this is where that e1 is that area uh israel is broken up in a map and it explains that if you can go and you can search a map of the settlements and it's the E1 territory. But basically what it says is the construction of nearly 3,500 settler homes in the E1 is designed to thwart a two-state resolution to Israel-Palestinian conflict. So they're saying that these settlements are a hindrance to that uh, two-state solution because they're not allowing for an expansion of a Palestinian state there because they are building 
continually in this area. That's what their complaint which, is. Which here. they're allowed to right now. They are allowed to do that but right they now. They don't want them to because they want to kick them out. Right. They they want to kick them out, but what we believe is going to happen based on what the parameters were set there in the Abraham Accord, one of the things said that the settlers living in um, Judea in that area, they could remain there under a Palestinian authority. So just like the Palestinians who live in Israel right now under an Israeli authority, these Jewish people could live there peacefully under a Palestinian authority. So that that's what's been uh, brought up in the Abraham Accord for this Palestinian-Israeli peace treaty. Now, they say that this hinders that treaty. And that's what I wanted to mention because once again, that's exactly what that scripture is talking about. This area, and it's in our news, and that's why it's important to us to talk about it because we talked about the peace treaty last week. We talked about it was the one year anniversary of the Abraham Accords, and we talked about the still, the goal of this uh, situation is to bring the Palestinians to the table. Uh, we talked about uh, Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, has started a organization over there with another Jewish leader. And they are going to continue to press forward with this and try to get the Palestinians to come in and make a deal with Israel. So we get asked that question all the time. How do we know that's what the covenant is? Remember what the covenant is. The covenant is Israel's right to exist in that land. God made that covenant with Abraham back in Genesis. And he said, I will give you uh, the area from the great river of Egypt to the great river Euphrates. Now, that's not the area that they occupy now. But just the fact that we're talking about, do they have the right to exist in the land? Many people around them say they don't, Palestinians included. But we're, we're going to have to get there for that covenant to be the covenant that starts that final seven years. So... That kind of puts that in a nutshell there and brings that, uh, you know, to full circle there to let us know what's going on. Well, the highlight, I think, is um, it's not just that these things are happening. Yeah. You know, there's a lot going on around the world. Some are alarming. Some of them are just another news story. Right. The thing that's so, um, like, red flaggish about this stuff is when you read this, and if you understand Bible prophecy, it looks a whole lot like what you're reading about that's going to happen in the Bible. Yeah. Because of this one world, uh, this one world beast, this one world government that's described that says these beasts, these nations will be around prior to the second coming, prior to the end time. Right. And they are. And then we see this happening, which is also prophesied to happen Mm -hmm. well it becomes something that we go you have to know about this like we don't want to be the only ones that know we want to make sure that what we see here in scripture and what we see happening in the jerusalem post this week yeah is a lot like what we've read about in the bible exactly and there's a whole lot to that um to that article, but that was the main points, you know, like we're, we're short on time. So I wanted to get to what that was about, but we're going to see, uh, this topic heat up, I think a whole lot more, uh, here pretty soon. And I think that, um, as we watch what's happening in our country, what's happening around the world right now, we've got so many different things that so many people are concerned about, 
But, you know, Vince, God's in control of all this, and he's taking care of us. And that's the one thing I think we we have to remember, remember and to stay faithful and, you know, not be afraid. So, you know, some people know what's coming or they believe they know what's coming, and their default is, okay, I've got to get a house in the middle of nowhere where mm-hmm. no one can see my home from the road. Yeah. I've got to have this huge basement. Which, by the way, that sounds lovely. I would, I would love to own something like that <laughs> yeah. uh, because I like privacy, but also I'd like a big enough piece of land to be able to do that. But sure. um, aside from that, I wouldn't do that because that would be my uh, the answer to what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is the answer? I mean, do we just, you know, issue a stay-at-home order and say, "Hey, if you believe these prophecies are coming"? You need to lock up in your house. You don't need to go out in public. Do Uber Eats or grow your own food, and you know, do have somebody else do your grocery shopping, whatever that is. Um, do we need to stock up on guns and ammo to be able to defend ourselves and all that stuff? It's like you may want to do all that, whatever. But biblically speaking, um, it seems like that probably wouldn't be the answer for your eternal hope, right? And so. We have the answer. What are we supposed to be doing during this time? We see those days approaching. We're supposed to be uh, lifting one another up and encouraging one another, right? But there's also scripture in... But this stuff isn't very encouraging. (laughs) Trials are coming. Yes. Be encouraged. But but there is scripture that tells us in in Matthew chapter 6, it tells us what to do there. And so this is one of the things it says, Therefore... This is verse 31 of Matthew chapter 6. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? It's a question a lot of people are asking now. What shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye need of all these things. But, here's the answer, Vince. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. We can live in fear or we can live in faith knowing that what we're supposed to be doing is seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So we are supposed to be doing one very important thing that Jesus told the disciples to do before he left. Go ye therefore, making disciples of all men, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So we're supposed to be spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus. And if we're doing those things in these end times, then God's going to take care of us. And that's what our goal is. Amen. It's not to get on here and tell you about how scary the world is or tell you all the gruesome stories or anything like that. We want to explain current events through a lens of Bible prophecy so you don't have to be scared in your basement. You can come out, live in society, have peace and joy and be able to help others get that as well. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m., so be sure to tune in. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.